Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Two and Two podcast. Blake and I are so excited to uh, bring you some more encouragement uh, this episode. Blake, how are you doing? I'm good. How good. are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited. We've started off 2022, and so we're, we're a good piece into it, into uh, our, our, almost our second month here into a new year. I'm excited to give some encouragement to our um, listeners. And so one of the things that we were thinking about is, you know, what are some things that have encouraged us in the past? What are some books that have uh, been meaningful to us? What are some yep. podcasts that we listen to? And what's some routines that we're really looking forward to put in place? So not as much resolutions, but what are some things and some disciplines that we're putting in place uh, this year? And what are some things that we drew encouragement from last year in hopes to let people this first part of 2022 um, be thinking inward a little bit and some things that they might be able to um, put in place. So the first question I have for you, Blake, is um, are you much of a reader? Hmm. You just want to make me feel guilty yeah, by asking I do. that question. I'm just you? throwing all kinds of guilt at you. Yes. Yeah, so I do read. Uh, I feel like I'm not as much of a reader as I should be, but I, I, I do read a fair amount. Um, but yes, so sort of. I, yeah. I would like to be more of a reader would be the answer. That's something I'm going to really kind of focused on for this year, too, and uh, yeah. doing a little bit more. That's something I, I, I do enjoy reading, but it was guilt that actually got me into right? reading. I think I shared this story with you one time, but when I was younger, I my school would do a thing. If you read so many books, you would get a free personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut, full meal oh, yeah. and all that stuff. do anything stuff. for that. Yeah, and so, but you had to read a certain amount of books, and then you turn it in, but your parents had to sign off on it. And I waited till the last minute, and I checked out a ton of little, like, little baby books from the library. <laughs> and I remember one specifically was, like, about snakes. And it would be, like, one sentence about a kind of snake. So I read my allotted pages with all these baby, baby books and then tried to get my grandmother to sign off on it. And of course, she wouldn't sign off on it. And in order to for me to reach the pages that I had to read, um, she handed me this book called Alive. And I was, like, 10 years old. And it's a true story about this rugby team whose plane crashes in the Alps. And they end up having to eat each other. And it's like, <laughs> I can't imagine like a 10-year-old. Like, I love the book, but it made me a reader. And I felt guilty about trying to to, to get one by the school district so I get my free, free pizza. And so I read that book. And ever since then, I've just enjoyed reading, reading books about people eating each <laughs> other. Yeah, specifically, okay. that's where I get the most joy. That, that, <laughs> there's a lot about you that is coming to much clearer focus now. Yeah, that you yes. share that it does say a lot. So <laughs> you you never want to be with me if you're lost in the Alps. <laughs> maybe, dude, I'll eat you. <laughs> so whatever it takes to stay alive. Um, just with that being said, you know, sometimes, you know, when it comes to reading or, or wanting to better ourselves, you know, it takes some intentionality. Yeah. It takes us. Um, you know, being disciplined. And mm-hmm. so with that being said, um, just what are some of your like morning routines? Like what do you you go through to prep yourself for the day and, yeah. and things like that? Yeah, well, and I'll say when you ask me, am I a reader? In my mind, maybe I shouldn't do this. I separate my time of reading scripture and spending time with God. That's kind of a given uh, to me. And I do start my day that way. That's the first thing that I do is uh, just you know spend time reading through some scripture and and this year I've decided to try something different. And I've done a whole bunch of different things, you know, from 
uh, reading through plans to just kind of reading straight through the Bible. Um, and this year I'm doing a chronological Bible. So it's a Bible in one year laid out chronologically. This is something I got off the Bible app. So, uh, so far it's great because I've been in Genesis and Job and then pretty soon I'm going to be like in Exodus and Leviticus and Numbers, and so y'all can really pray for me during that season. That might be a little <laughs> yes. bit drier season as I go through those few few books yeah. there, but I, but I am excited about it. And so I read. I uh, at some point in times in the past I've journaled. I haven't been doing as much recently, it's partly because I'm reading you know, just a little bit more to it. And uh, so yeah, that's that's what I do. And by the way, one of the other things I do I started a few years ago is just share a little uh, devotion on Facebook that is goes along with what I've read that morning. Yeah. So that's just something we put on our church page. And I'll say here's something that you know God spoke to me about today, and that, that might be encouraging. Yeah. Can you imagine if you started a reading plan in Numbers? Like if that's January one? Yeah, that, that'd be a little tough. I'm already I... <laughs> worried about what devotions I'm going to share about you know inspecting boils to see if they're contagious <laughs> yes. and. You know, that kind of stuff. So this we'll is, see when we get there. This is quite the colorful podcast. Yeah, it we're is. people to boils that we're, we're going into. Um, so that, that's that's really encouraging. I know I get a lot of encouragement from your, your Facebook posts and, and and things like that. Your um, wife texted me yesterday and said it was good, by the did way. Did you? Good. She did. You can always tell. If you get a text or a hug from my wife, you've done that's, something that's well. That's right. Um, and uh, so... That, that's that's always really great. I think it's a great resource. Uh, it's out there. You mentioned the Bible app. Um, mm-hmm. I'd love to talk about that for a little bit. Like, yeah. do you recommend that for people? Like, if they want to do a reading plan or yeah. just even getting some daily scripture, um, can you talk us through yeah. how that resource and how it works? I think it is a great resource. Now, I'll tell you, my um, I love having the Bible with me all the time. Right, so you've got it on your phone. But personally, I actually think there's value in a an actual hard copy Bible as well. Uh, so I think the app is a fantastic resource. For me, it's not the only thing I use. I still would prefer to actually, you know, be able to underline or write notes or whatever. And I know you can do some of that in the app as well. But um, so I I like both. I like the app and the. Other. But one of the things that's nice about it is just the number of resources. Um, and one other feature I find a lot of people don't don't really know is that you can have it read to you. And so whatever you're going through, just hit it, and it becomes an audio Bible as well. So, you know, people that are struggling to figure out a time to spend in Scripture, you could do that on the way to work. You could do it while you're—I hear it all the time while Sean's getting dressed. She's got a Bible in one year, and the guy has a really strong accent. So it's like, we always talk about doing the Bible in one year. And he'll read the, the passage and go through stuff. So anyway, that's it. there are lots and lots of great resources there yeah. on that app. I think it's a good one. There's, there's an app we gave away uh, with. When the pandemic first started, uh, that we were able to give away for free, and I can't remember. Judd, do you remember the name of that app? Dwell, Dwell, the yeah. Dwell Bible app, mm-hmm. and I know it reads uh, to you as well. It's great for like riding in the car, mm-hmm. and, and but it's really neat. You can choose from all these different accents and things. Yes. So I'd always switch it up uh, for a little bit. I need to revisit that um, as well. Uh, you know, for me, you know, my morning routine a lot of times it just varies so day to day with the mm-hmm. season of life that I'm in. And even I'll set my alarm to wake up early before my kids. And it's like my kids know that I'm trying to wake up <laughs> before them, and they wake up before I do. Well, they're pretty competitive, so they <laughs> yes, can't let you beat them in It's a challenge. Way. They were even competitive last night as I was putting them to bed, um, trying to like make them a little bit more independent mm-hmm. during bedtime routine. And um, so a lot of times I would, would sit on the bed with them and like talk about the day. We still do that, but I would prolong those till they kind of fell asleep 
I was like, man, they just waste so much time in the evening. And Caleb goes, I still want you to sit in my bed with me. And I was like, okay, we're going to do it for two minutes. Then I'm leaving. And I go, Caden, I'll sit in your bed for two minutes too. He goes, nope, I want to try to see if I can do it without you tonight. It's like, And then Caleb goes, well, I can do that too. So I just left. Score. I got to go watch the end of the Kentucky basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, f- for me in the season lifetime, I've, I've started having to give myself a little bit of grace about mm-hmm. how it started because sometimes my mornings are so hectic getting three – uh, kids ready for school and, and not being able to get out in front of them, but making things such a priority, whether it's reading through the Bible in the year or my devotional time of making sure that that happens before I get too far mm-hmm. into my day. Mm-hmm. And so the key thing for me is that discipline is a priority and making sure that that happens. Um, and so I think that's the biggest thing for me is just having to verbally and even write down this is my priority. This is what I'm going to, to to do, and then not be as legalistic of like it has to happen at five thirty in the morning because my kids are up at six. Right. Um, but if I have to get my kids to school, um, and even sometimes like I'll talk through, I'll get halfway through my devotion, getting the boys to school, and I'll talk through what I've been re- reading before we got in the car and get them there. Right. And so there's some curveballs in my season of life, um, yeah. a little bit. So it takes a, a little bit of grace. Yeah. Um. But with that being said, too. Um, what are some books um, or podcasts or some resources? I know you mm-hmm. talked about the Bible app, um, but are some books that you've read recently that are, are meaningful um, to you that have stood out um, or some books that you're looking forward to, yeah. to knocking out this year? Yeah, I, I, I'll talk about one, that, and it kind of ties into your first question about my morning routine because it impacted that. Um, it's one of the most, I think, most impactful books I've read in a long time is a book called At Your Best by Carrie Newhoff. And uh, there's, a, there's a lot of good material there, but basically in a nutshell, he went through a season where he was just, he was a pastor at the time. He now does leadership stuff full time, but just completely burned out, just, you know, kind of lost his energy, lost his motivation and had to pull back and, and kind of ask the question of how do I manage my time, my energy, uh, everything that I have. And so it's a book that, that talks about that, and, and some of the main takeaways for me, if I could just kind of boil it down, he talks about doing what is most impactful, most important, and what you are really best at to do that during your, your season when you are at your best, right? That's where the, the, the title comes from. And so um, I was thinking through that, and he, he identifies what he calls uh, red zone, green zone, red zone, yellow zone, green zone. Uh, you know, red zone is when you're basically, you know, not worth much of anything to anybody. Yellow zone is you can do okay, but the green zone is when you're at your best. And uh, his claim, which I think is probably right, is that everybody has three to five hours a day that, that is your green zone. And so as I looked at that, mine is early in the morning, probably 7 to 7.30 until maybe, you know, 11, 11.30, something like that, and then maybe an hour after lunch. Well, I would always start my day and generally before hitting that green zone. So normally I'll set the alarm at least about 530. Uh, most of the time I get up then, <laughs> but but I'll get up and get going and, and uh, you know, maybe shave, shower, whatever. And by six or shortly after I'm in my office and reading scripture and just praying and that kind of thing. So so from there, before my routine was, most mornings I would go to the gym shortly after 7, get a workout in, come into church, and, and start the day. And I realized I'm taking one of, you know, an hour to an hour and a half of my best time 
and spending it at the gym when I could be spending that, you know, doing the things that are that are most important and most valuable. So I changed my morning routine. I now try to get in the church about 7.30 and, and you know, generally a good bit before uh, everybody else is here, and I got a lot done, and I'm able to feel like I'm more productive that way. So anyway, that, was, that came out of that book uh, was just that finding your green zone, doing what matters most, and for me, that's generally spent on you know, content preparation or vision planning, that kind of stuff, the things that, that really require a lot of focus. And I'm weird too, that yeah. some people want to go and sit at Starbucks and prepare. I, I, I got to get away from everything. Right. I don't want any noise. Like I just, that, that's how I focus best. So that's, that's been a helpful, very helpful tool, a great book. Yeah. There's a lot more to the book, but that has been really, really impactful for me. <coughs> Bless you. Excuse oh, me. <laughs> um, can you say the name of the book one more time? Yeah, it's called At Your Best by Carrie Newhoff. Awesome, so. awesome. And so just to let you all know, we have a few books that we're going to be giving away. We'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the podcast, but that's one of the books that we'll be um, I'm giving away. You know, for me, we read a book as a staff mm-hmm. uh, last year. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, that uh, we, we That was focused on evangelism. It's called Out of the Salt Shaker and mm-hmm. Into the World. Mm-hmm. And that was, I read it years ago. I yeah, love being able to revisit. And that's something that I've tried to do is like some books that have been extremely impactful for me, trying to revisit them. And so I love revisiting the, revisiting that. Um, and so that's another book we'll be giving away. And like I said, we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast um, here. But just to to develop a heart for evangelism and why it's important to talk about right. um, our faith. And it also chips away, like, there are so many great stories and testimonies in that book that inspire me. And so that's so much part of my routine, too, is when I wake up in the mornings and part of my prayer life is praying for the opportunities that I'm going to have that day. Right. And so that's even part of my my routine is is... Um, I know some appointments that I have where I'm going to be able to share my faith, and I pray for those specifically. There's some days that I don't know who I'm going to come across, um, and just pray for for the unknown, right? A little bit. So that book was so impactful. But even speaking on revisiting a book, there's a book I read every year. Um, it's called Life of the Beloved by Henry Nouwen, mm-hmm. and it's an incredible, uh, incredible book that's really short and it's a quick read, and I just love. Uh, being able to dive into that, and it's just the aspect of who we are in our relationship with Christ, and so I love that. Um, there's also some books that you know I tend to lean towards more spiritual-driven books, being mm-hmm. in ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, there's some books that kind of help me, just like uh, the book right. that you'd mentioned, um, uh, just a little bit on a productivity front. And so right. I read a book recently called um, "The Gap and the Gain," and so it's to, to finding joy in the process of of your growth and not just the the end result and so that was a great book and permission to procrastinate was another huge book that kind of helped me Mm. um figure out those green light red light and yellow light zones of just what's most important when do you do it um (coughs) it was a was a uh, uh very important for me as well are there any other resources that are out there that you think would be good for people to, to look at as they're starting a new year and yeah. that could be helpful for them? Yeah, I think it depends. There are. Uh, one of the things that has been 
just on my mind for the last couple of years is being more intentional about developing my own personal leadership as well as that of our staff. And so we've gone through some great resources just on leadership development. Uh, I think Craig Rochelle's leadership podcast has been very helpful, very practical. Uh, on the church front, I love the, the stuff that Watermark puts out. Their church leadership podcast has been great. That's more specifically geared toward church leadership, but really even for those in volunteer roles and other things would be helpful. Um, and uh, and then uh, at the table or the table group mm-hmm. by Patrick Lencioni, yep. I think as the name of that one. That there have been some good, real good ones there too that have to do with leadership. So that's just kind of been an area of focus for me that I have um, found some really good resources and materials out there, and some other good books too. That some of the books that I have read, in fact, most of them have come from a podcast that I've yep. listened to. You know, and they recommended this or they talked about it, and I went, "Ooh, I think I'll." dive into that myself and so between that and listening to you uh and in the books because i wrote down that henry nowen book to, to read yeah. this year so um but yeah always looking for you know impactful yeah. book resources well i've got it right here so you can just take it with you i'll just steal it from you perfect <laughs> there you go but yeah and so you know I, I love talking about some of these things of just what helps us because i get these questions a lot in ministry of like what am i reading now right you know what are my routines people are often looking for you know, what they need to do in order to grow in their faith or just mm-hmm. even grow or even start out well. Um, and so that's what I want our people to know is just to, to encourage them. Uh, if they want to read more, if they want to dive into to these things, we live in a time period where we have mm-hmm. so many resources at our fingertips. And I just want to encourage our people, like, take advantage of it. And you mentioned a couple great podcasts. We've mentioned a few really good books. These things, we can order a book and it's at our doorstep the same day or the next day. Um, right. Those podcasts are available. We have some of the, the greatest theologians the world has ever seen alive right now preaching, and, and to, or, or they have podcasts. And, and, right. Um, so there's some, some great resources out there. Um, we'd mentioned a couple books, um, Out of the Salt Shaker and Into the World, um, At Our Best. And so what we're going to do is we're going to order several of those books, and so if you listen to our podcast to the end, now you're going to know how to, to win these books. All right. And so I'm going to order those books, and they're going to be in my office. So the first ones to, to come... To clean your floors, To your clean house. my floors, to scrub the windows, <laughs> oh, well, uh, no, to no, change no. Uh, my daughter's diapers. <laughs> we'll win these books. No, but for real, the first ones to make their way to my office and just ask for the book. I'll give them away until we're out. And so make your way to my, my office on a Sunday morning or during the week. And I'll, I'll give out those books. You can choose whichever one you want, um, and we'll get those, make those available to you. And so hopefully that'll help them, help some nice. of y'all start out strong this Absolutely. year and some reading some good books and diving into the podcast. But again, Blake, thank you so much. I, I'm always very encouraged with the resources that you put out, not just uh, your sermons on Sunday mornings, but your Facebook posts and um, just how you lead. I always draw a lot of encouragement for it, and I'm excited for our listeners to, to continue to be able to grow. Um, from some of the things that that you've put in place. Well, I appreciate that. And we have incredible people that we we learn from one another. So I learned so much from from watching you and from watching others in our church too. So it's yep. it's good how we can do that for each other. Yep. It's a great encouragement. Just remember you can listen to us, recommend us to other people in our church or in our community. Uh, you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all that good stuff. And we will catch you next next month with the two and two podcast.